What's up, Pharmacy Nation? I'm Pharmacy Joe. Thank you for being a listener of the Elective Rotation, a critical care and hospital pharmacy podcast. This is episode 841. In this episode, I'll discuss three reasons to consider holding lithium in critically ill patients. I have all the evidence linked up in the show notes at pharmacyjoe.com slash episode 841. Chronic medications, especially neuroactive ones, are often resumed in the ICU as soon as critically ill patients can tolerate them. Lithium, however, has a particularly narrow therapeutic range and the potential for toxicity to develop while a patient is still in the ICU is a very real possibility. Several characteristics of ICU patients make the risk of toxicity more likely. Number one, hyponatremia. The kidneys treat lithium in the exact manner as they do sodium. Sodium depletion leads to homeostatic mechanisms by the kidneys to retain sodium by increased reabsorption. This in turn enhances the reabsorption of lithium in the kidneys, impairs lithium excretion, and can lead to toxicity. Hyponatremia is a common finding in ICU patients, with a 2016 study reporting the incidence of hyponatremia in critically ill patients is about 25%. Number two, fluid balance and management. ICU patients are frequently in need of loop diuretics to manage fluid balance, and a 2015 study of over 7,000 ICU patients found a 51% incidence of loop diuretic use. Unfortunately, loop diuretics are known to increase lithium concentration and have the potential to cause severe toxicity. And finally, kidney disease. A 2015 multi-center study found the incidence of acute renal failure in ICU patients to be 57%. In general, lithium is avoided in patients with significant renal disease due to the increased risk of toxicity. Should lithium be resumed in a patient with a critical illness, there is a good chance they may develop hyponatremia, kidney injury, and or need a loop diuretic. The trouble with this is that recognizing signs of lithium toxicity in ICU patients is difficult. The symptoms of ataxia, tremor, dystonia, and hyperreflexia are difficult to assess in many ICU patients. Non-convulsive status epilepticus is similarly difficult to identify. If a seizure does occur, it may be attributed to numerous other causes. If multiple comorbidities are present, the recognition of lithium toxicity becomes even more challenging. Although there is no direct evidence to address the risk of mania recurrence in stable patients who suddenly stop lithium due to critical illness, there is reason to believe that this is not a significant concern. Relevant lithium concentrations are intracellular, and it takes time to re-equilibrate these when lithium is stopped. The risk of a manic episode recurrence with abrupt cessation of lithium is measured in months or years, a time that far surpasses the typical ICU length of stay. Put together, these suggest that an acute manic episode is unlikely to occur if lithium is held while a patient is in the ICU. To access my free download area with 20 different resources to help you in your practice, go to pharmacyjoe.com slash free. Thank you so much for listening. I'll see you in the next episode of the Elective Rotation.